0: Hi folks, welcome back to the PearPod. Thank you all for the support on Season 4. We're back for Season 5. Very special guest in today for the first episode of Season 5. You know, you were my first videography client ever.
1: I was going to say. Do you know I that had a feeling. Do you remember yeah, that? I do.
0: Uh, Sean Cullen is with us. He's just made his triumphant return back to the YouTube world. Uh, thank you for joining us Sean Appreciate it Well thank you for having me here What do you remember of that When I uh Do you remember that day When I reached out to you <sighs>
1: It was a long time ago What was it Six years ago at this stage maybe
0: And I, I threw like the The dubstep Mr. Brightside yeah. Right over the top of it, And you were like eh, Just relax man like <laughs> Why do you have a drone Over this random gaff And fucking clandock And like
1: mean, Yeah no, But it was
0: uh Back in the day Like when I first reached out I was like Who's the who's the biggest Like One of the biggest guys In the scene right now Who mm. uh, would give mean, me an opportunity. Literally obviously Yeah of course And uh I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to see if Sean Cullen would be keen. You got back to me within, like, 10 minutes. And that was my college. One of my, uh, one of my like, grades for college was no to make way. a video for a creator. Really? And I got an A for that. So hey. thank you very much. Nice. Um, I want to go back to just before you started YouTube the first time. So yeah. obviously, the scene is basically back in the day. Rob, maybe Glenn Gillen was there. Yeah. And then maybe a few other small guys. Yeah. And then, so you're looking at that scene right now. What were you thinking when you first saw it? And what was the motivation to get started? For back in the day? Yeah, back in the day originally.
1: I just fell in love with it man yeah to be perfectly honest like i was like you know i used to watch a lot of the people over in america like christian guzman yeah. the the whole you know the gym shark era was big at that time I Jeff side and the boys oh, like, banger i have been here banger but uh yeah no i was like that that kind of motivated me to start i guess that was you know i, I loved christian guzman all those guys that was that was the thing mm. and like you know I had just started the gym at like 18. I was like, right, I need to put on some size. I need to get a little bit big before I can actually start posting videos. I failed miserably at putting on the size, but I was like, right, I have to start posting videos. You, didn't,
0: you didn't realize the creators were all four foot tall at the okay. time. Like, so
1: you come in and they're like, Jesus, uh, I tell you, who that, the fuck's this guy? Is normal height. That is mind blown when you see some that's of the in person. The, that's
0: not in the rules at yeah, all.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, that's, that's what kind of got me into it, man. I was like, right, I, I, I reckon I could do this. Yeah. I've got a phone.
0: What about the, did you start on the phone then? Was that the first thing started you on, on the on? phone? And did you, in terms of like video editing, when you first started, were you like, man, this is fucking shit crack to do? Or were you like, I actually semi enjoy the process of putting it together. I hated, hated it.
1: editing. Yeah. I hated it. And to be honest with you, I still don't majorly enjoy it. Mm. I'm getting better at it now. Mm-hmm. I would like, because like, if you look at some of my old videos, the editing on them is horrible. It is like, if I, when I look back, it actually disgusts me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. Did you
0: uh now man with like cap cut and stuff like that? Like the, the world is different now. Yeah. Like you can add cool fuck, you can do shit like the cutout, like uh like after effects stuff and just yeah. just by dragging stuff on. So your 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 videos are gonna look fucking nuts. I that. was
1: using Windows Movie Maker man yeah. back in the and, day. And
0: paint for the text. Oh like. my
1: god. And like no matter what you did, there would be like a second delay, or like th- your song sync would be a second mm-hmm. off your video. No matter what you did, it was inevitable. Yeah. So yeah. Was-
0: uh when you first started doing it, what was the traction like at the
1: start? Actually not bad to be yeah. fair when I started because a lot of people around my area I'd been doing Instagram first mm. and I'd kind of started like a very specific fitness Instagram mm. and I was like, Jesus, this is like who's this guy starting fitness? Who does he think he is type buzz? But then based on I guess nosiness People started watching to see what I was doing. And I remember, like, my first video was like a crap gym edit in Raw Gym. I was like, me and the lads went out to Raw. I was like, this is a big day. We're going to go out to Raw. We're going to do a gym edit. Everyone's going to love this.
0: Can't do anything on Saturday, boys. Big day. <laughs> got a big, big day, day. planned.
1: Oh, we got a big one. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it was actually, it actually went quite well from the start, to be honest with you, Sam. But, uh, yeah, obviously, then grew over time.
0: And, uh, When you first... One of the interesting things I remember watching you is you were in college, obviously, when you started it. And I remember watching vlogs with you. You'd get up and it'd be like you in the kitchen in the morning editing before college. And that, man, I'm looking back. When you did daily uploads there and I'd be like, fuck, man, so he's getting up, filming his whole day. Next morning, get up, edit that, upload that video, start his whole college routine again. In that process there, are you kind of being like... It's kind of the process I'm in now. Like you do a Mm lot of work and get like no rewards from it. Are you like... I have to just keep working through this because the growth will come. Or you're like, man, this might not be for me. Like,
1: absolutely, it's yeah. for me. Actually, this was kind of a topic I was hoping to discuss a little bit. Mm. It's discipline versus motivation, mm. right? Discipline is routine, mm. as far as I'm concerned, and I am an absolute creature of routine. Mm. Motivation is like extrinsic things that you're like, okay, cool. The, the the videos are getting views. You know, we're banging, we're growing, blah blah blah. I've got a holiday. I want to get lean, right? and so that's motivating the me teach, to go to the gym. Yeah. Exactly. Rather than just saying it's in my routine, I need to be there. So, for me, that was just always, I need to do this because it's part of my plan, it's part of my routine, it's mm. part of what I want to do. Mm. When I think half the reason I fell so out of love with it then too, is because I had actually gone so extreme with that in the first place mm. too. Um,
0: Which is what like most daily vloggers say, like listen, anyone there, like it's not healthy, no. you isolate, your like Casey and I, that was like nearly got divorced over doing um, yeah,
1: it. Yeah, Casey's one as well. Yeah. yeah,
0: and he was doing like, high production, crazy shit like different topics every time. At least with you, like you're documenting your day. But still even with that, like you're constantly thinking, how how, how do I differentiate myself from this? I'm going to like I'm getting a bougie. I'm going to college. Yeah. I'm going to the gym. And then I go home and I'm doing that thirty days in a row. But even with doing that, like you're seeing traction starting to grow. Absolutely. But are you thinking like even during that, oh, this is for thirty days
1: and I need to stop. And I never even did it for thirty days now. Like it was it it was it was shorter bursts. I think I did two spots Mm -hmm. of seven days of week daily uploads and like tough. Yeah. You you respect the the hustle of those who are doing it properly then after that.
0: What a uh, what would you say you sacrificed during that period there? Like do you do you think you missed out on <clears throat> I don't know college experience, partying more, maybe <laughs> I, friends, like people who, who weren't obviously Dan, I obviously Dano's was mad into it. Yeah vain cunt and then uh, no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i've actually met dan before he's, he's uh one of my favorite parts of your video is you you're in dan i was like uh, yeah. interaction obviously you're going down to australia which of we'll course. talk about like that's going to be reunited yeah. but uh like i'm sure you did get people in your like group and stuff who were like sean what the fuck are you doing man yeah and so did you feel like there was a sacrifice there even in college where you like i missed out on we're going out tonight i can't like, ah, i gotta fucking get this video uploaded like did you have those moments
1: yeah i, I actually Definitely did sacrifice a lot of going out in college. Um a lot of actually attending college a lot of the time too, to be perfectly honest. But I look back at it now and I think, hmm, okay, fair enough. I probably missed out on a few nights out, probably a couple of cool experiences. I did something that I think was quite cool during that time too. Now, look, you know, if you if you gave it up to the the average Joe, which one are you gonna choose? You're gonna choose going out with your mates in college or you're gonna choose going to the gym and editing videos. Most people are gonna go option one here. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm okay with my choices
0: and uh like looking back at it now did it did that period obviously now you've built a platform to yourself that you can go back to now mm. did you at the time when you first thought about i need to stop now like you've obviously gotten to a big run i remember you went to san francisco you like filmed all that like yeah. your whole j1 yeah and then at some period maybe it was you You were come like going into work now from college and you were like i can't do this anymore like what what was the mindset just before you decided i'm not gonna do videos anymore
1: it kind of slowly happened in final year of college so we went on the j1 summer third year going into fourth year fourth year coming back college was getting intense actually had to attend because it was final year all mattered um what's your
0: name sean
1: yeah exactly i've I've been here four years guys fourth year yeah that's me (laughs) um but yeah it all kind of came to a head then after that so long story short when i i was i was doing coaching and stuff at the time then too and still living at in, at home at the time after just finishing college. Mom and dad would go to work, sister would go to school. I'd be sitting in the house all day on my own, yeah. like coaching, you know, just on my laptop and then making videos and stuff. And I was like, this is crap, which is what I laugh about now, because yeah. obviously we all ended it's up working drain. from home anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. in the corporate world when everything shut down. So yeah, it, in hindsight, obviously it's like, damn, if you'd stuck that out for a couple more months, Sean, would have been maybe okay, but uh, yeah.
0: So, like... Cheers, is, by the way. Oh, cheers, boss. Did you just, did you just, like, think, like, it's mad? Because, like, for me, let's say I'm on, what, 250 subscribers. Half half of them are family members. And then <laughs> I'm, like, you got to, what, 12, 10K, 12K, which is, like, everyone says the hardest period is, like, 0 to 10K. Yeah. It starts to kind of spiral after that. Yeah. And you're, you've just built it up to that point. And then it's just so interesting because now you look back now, you probably think that's fucking crazy that I walked away from it and I should have just, like, nurtured it where I could. Yeah but do you think maybe you burnt yourself out and like fell out of love with it because you went so hard at the start?
1: Definitely, man. I I did definitely fall out of love with it. That was Mm. the thing. Like when, you know, people would run into me out in town or whatever and they'd ask me, Sean, why why don't you make videos? I stopped loving it. Mm. I stopped wanting to create. I just wanted to go to the the gym. Mm. I wanted to be just in my own little world, work in my job, go to the gym after it and have that little release. Mm. And it's only, honestly, Sam, it's only in the last two two years maybe that i've actually started thinking mm, mm. maybe i should have
0: did you uh did you enjoy uh like you know the interaction you get with your fans like i remember you did a meet up in steven's screen with yeah. a few of the heads like the boys yeah uh like what is that like feeling like when someone comes up to you and is like hey man i love your videos are you just kind of like is there this barrier of like thank you so much man but you don't really take it in or you like it's mad that these young blokes are fucking watching all my videos
1: at the start, and you have to be so careful here because obviously I'm not famous. No, I yeah. never claimed to be yeah. famous. So I it's hate never... when people say that as well. If, so,
0: if someone likes your shit, you yeah. don't to be famous. If someone works in Bambino and they make good pizzas, someone goes, They're yeah, like, man, I man love I your love pizza. Your shit. Yeah, you yeah. don't go,
1: I'm not famous. Yeah. you know what I
0: mean? It's just people like what you do. It can be anything.
1: Fair. Um, at the start, honestly, it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. I was like, I'm 20 years old. I'm out with my family in town at dinner. Oh, sick. And someone's coming up to you to be like, Sean, how you doing, man? I love your videos. I'm like, like yeah okay you see that that's my sister i'm like yeah you see that thank like you that? so much sir yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. hey hey keep dreaming
1: <laughs> sure. but um yeah then then i actually i fell out of love again with that side of it mm. too to be perfectly honest um you know you'd be at festivals and stuff you'd be mobbed mm-hmm. like and i'm i'm not being dramatic when i say it like i have friends who will vouch me i'm not this is not a ego talk but like you'd be mobbed with people yeah. just trying to enjoy yourself and you're just being yeah Not but like not it, like, it only
0: takes like one year of a, of a, like lads in school who watch your shit exactly. and that gets them motivated and yeah. then there's suddenly 40 of those lads and if you're at a festival and a so, load of lads are running over this way yeah and you recognize it, and especially you're off your face anyway oh sure yeah but uh you mentioned your parents they're like what were your parents making of your decision number one to do youtube with college were they like sean you let's just focus on your fucking degree we can do what happens Absolutely. after they were saying that yeah. and then you decide i'm going to put it away are they like Good, let's, focus, let's make yes. some bread. They were saying yes, that, okay, go
1: um, So actually, when I was in third year, I actually sat my mom and dad down and I was like, look lads, I'm gonna drop out. And uh, they are like, no, you are not, <laughs> what are you on about? No, you're not. So uh, yeah, this, this should be one of those motivational stories where I'm like, yeah, I told my parents I was gonna drop out and we made a major success out of it because we stuck at it and it yeah. was my dream. It's not, I, I finished college and I did all that stuff down the more traditional route. But yeah, they were, I I actually don't know how they felt about me stopping, to be honest with you. I think my dad, who is probably more entrepreneurial anyway at heart, would have said, keep going. My mom is very conservative, very traditional Irish mammy values would say, so you're making the right decision. It's a great decision.
0: If you were like, Mom, I just I'm going to live in my car and just make videos." Like, yeah, oh, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you study in college, just so we can put some context? It was like commerce or something like yeah, that. pure business. Yeah, so I can understand why, like as a parent, and obviously we're like now at like I'm 29 now, so like I'm the kids. But thing is, probably in the next 10 years or so, yeah. Uh, like I can see why people be like, go for that safer route. You've gotten a degree, a really good degree that's going to make you money. Like, let's follow this route, but also. Now looking back at where we are now, they're like, maybe I should have just push them to follow what he was passionate about. But I guess the difference is you weren't passionate about it at that time. You were kind of like, I'm. This is getting a lot for me. Yeah. So like the, I guess it swings aroundabouts, and you kind of have to taste both sides to know what you what you want. Absolutely. Uh, when you look back now, right, and you see Glenn, let's say Glenn, who's kind mm. of went hard at it and continued the progress with it. Do you, were you kind of, when you're living in your apartment in town and all, you like, fuck man, Glenn kind of stuck with it and he's doing it now? Or were you like, like, is there a part of being like, I was in that crew. I was one of the people that was like predicted to do these kind of things and I didn't and he he kept going and now look at it, the way they both are, you know?
1: I never, I never looked at it like that. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said that thought didn't cross my mind. Mm. But I never looked at it like shit that could have been me mm. I looked at it like I made my choices yeah you know what I mean and so.
0: the, the the argument is on the other side Glenn is probably like fuck I made very little bread for a long time just grinding 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 mm. and then I started to see some success whereas you went into a well-paying job went into a comfortable job were able to get an apartment to live quite comfortably yeah so he's probably looking at the other side going maybe i should have just fucking went to college so yeah. like you can never really be sure Um. so you as you said you went in you kind of quit your job or you quit youtube went into the corporate world uh how would you describe your your experience in the corporate world maybe like your your period how long were you working in for like five years oh fuck. okay so you have a good yeah. idea yeah how was maybe the experience at the start versus how it ended
1: good i mean look when i went into it at the start you know fresh out of college into a kind of a graduate role mm. in a big tech company yeah. everybody my age it's like a big kind of happy family vibe. It was, it was nice. I, I really enjoyed it. You're kind of, kind of green-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, everything's new. Everything's exciting. It's like, oh, we get a free laptop and a backpack when we start, This is know?
0: This is my desk. Yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. like,
1: oh, actually we had hot desks, man. So you never had an assigned desk, but it's, yeah.
0: It's not even a term I like to use, hot desks, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it, it was, honestly, I thought it was like, great right at the start and i was consi-
0: like consistent income probably a clear route to like growth
1: absolutely all those things yeah really you, clear were structure. you good at it uh yeah i think i was okay at it yeah so
0: you do that for five years you're you're going through i said i thought you said you're living with a maid at the time in an apartment so, so like, only
1: for the last year and a half
0: well you were at home the, the previous yep. time. so yep. you're just kind of i guess the buzz a little less when you're going home to your parents but when you get up your own space yeah. and be able to semi afford it and live your life yeah. that's kind of that's what most people at this age now are kind of dreaming about, being Absolutely. able to get a place they can live in. So with that being said, like how surprised are you that you became unsatisfied with it so quickly?
1: Good question. Um yeah, it was it was something I never thought of. I, I guess I said this in the in the first video that I made going back. I just became unhappy in the rut that I was in. Mm. And it just felt mundane, mm. to be perfectly honest. Like I I have always thought that there was more to life than just nine to five, getting up, going to your job, going to the gym, that's your day. And that was kind of when those thoughts started triggering again of, hang on a second, I've still got a little bit of a platform here. You know, there's still, I haven't done it in a while, but there's still a platform there that maybe we could use and do something here. So that was what started putting those thoughts into motion. Um, so yeah, how how surprised was I? Pretty surprised. I didn't expect it.
0: Was there consideration to start doing a video a week or like something small while you were still working to try and just see, like maybe test it? You seem to be a fucking, I'm all in or not all in. Do you know what I mean?
1: A- absolutely. And that's actually changed, I would say, because mm. the guy who I was living with, who was one of my oldest friends, um, like grew up around the corner from me, know him since I'm four years old. Mm. He was saying to me all last year, Sean, start a TikTok. Just start doing it. Start doing something. Post a, vi- a YouTube video. Do something. And I didn't want to, I was still off it. As far as I was concerned, I was still like, no, I do not want to. And the reason that it took me quitting my job to start doing this again was, you're right, now I do need to be all in. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't want a plan B. I felt like all my life, I' growing up, I've had a plan B. Mm-hmm. And all that plan B has actually served to do is make you more comfortable in failing in plan A. So. I, I felt like I just need to take a leap. And look, come here. Is it, a, is it a smart decision financially? No. Is it a smart decision in terms of, you know, your actual life, planning, everything like that? Probably not. But like, it's a risk. Mm. And uh, it's one that like, if I don't take now at 27, when are you going to take it? That's so, the key. Yeah. I think
0: that's the biggest thing. Like, I I it's only mad. Like, if I start talking, even a generation ago, like my dad and all those heads, mm. they would have gotten their gig. They get to like 35 and they go, actually, fuck, I don't really have... You know, it's my passion, but it's too late now. Yeah. So, like, your options are either sticking this job that you know you're pretty confident's not going to be. But
1: what it pays the mortgage. What it pays the mortgage. Yeah.
0: And like, I just had—I didn't actually go. My my ten-year reunion with school was last week or two weeks ago, <laughs> and uh, I actually had a shoot, so I couldn't go. But a load of lads—they were chatting to me about like, oh, there's the usual heads. Are like, oh, you know, gotta, you know, gotta pay the mortgage yeah. and all that kind of stuff, get married and all that. And a lot of them were saying like, um oh, it's so sick that you know. Sam's doing a podcast like yeah. that kind of shit and they're all kind of like that's so cool to like to be doing something for yourself that like isn't just standard work Absolutely. and I guess you're it, it's almost I'd almost look at it as a good thing for you that you, are, you had a taste of corporate I side my toe in the water yeah you did yeah. and and got paid to dip your toe in the water which is nice <laughs> but you've, you've decided that even with that it's it, your fulfillment is more important than like an amount of money which Absolutely. is crazy and yeah. it is true but it's, it's it's weird to come to that realization like quite young yeah did you um would you say that i'm trying to think now like when you go down to you're moving obviously down to australia at some yeah. point on you, wednesday on wednesday <laughs> yeah. jesus christ do you have a is your plan like obviously work on the youtube you said you were going to like bring the coaching back is that yeah. the thing you're going to do yeah. nice one did you enjoy the coaching when you did it
1: I used, mm. I used to love the coaching. I used to love the coaching. I think the coaching is really satisfying too. Mm. From, a, from a personal like self-actualization standpoint, like mm. the coaching is quite fulfilling. When you, mm. when you see somebody start with you and they're like, look, I want to do this, this, and this. And then they kind of figure out, like they, they might put a goal in front of you and they might say like, oh, it's speculative. Mm. And then, you know, about like week three, week four, they start to realize, oh, okay, this is actually, we're, we're kind of moving in the right direction here. And then at like the end of that like period of time mm. when they're like, we did it Mm. that's that's quite a fulfilling feeling and it's not me like they do it like i'm only a little guide in the process Mm -hmm. like a a small helping hand Mm -hmm. but like yeah it's satisfying
0: it's mad to think for you that for them they're like i can't believe sean's coaching me do you know what i mean
1: well i'd like i'd like to think that you know a lot of them aren't doing it and they're more so doing it because it's a for me with coaching anyway it's it's a trust thing sam Mm -hmm. like come here there's there's thousands of coaches you could choose out there Mm. all probably going to get you pretty similar results, right? Mm. The only thing that separates coaches, I think, and what like what you're going to actually choose a coach for mm. is who you trust yeah. and who you have like a little bit of a relationship with.
0: But that's built off your content. Absolutely. So they know, well, I know Sean fucking sacrifices. I know he's on top of his diet when he needs to yeah. be. I know that... He even if he has ten other things to do that day, he's going to the gym. Yeah. So like that for me, I if I just followed him, like was someone's coach from Instagram, or something like that. Mm. I just see him peeled in different photos in Miami and all this shit. Yeah. Or I watch a YouTube video, a vlog, and I see him doing all the things he's pushing to me.
1: What goes into exactly. actually looking exactly? Yeah. That's
0: what makes me be like, I'd love to be coached with this guy. Practice what you preach. Exactly the same thing.
1: It's it's account. It comes down to accountability, Sam. Too, I guess you know, like ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's almost like having a a captain in football or the manager. You know the the players are accountable to him mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and he has to lead by example. You know if you're if your captain is out on the piss the like, night before a match, what are the rest of the players going to do? Yeah. They're all going to turn up hanging, not going to perform on a Sunday. Whereas if your captain is leading by example in bed by six, like Gary Neville doing shuttle runs on the coach before yeah. the game, like you think everybody else is going to follow too
0: Or If it's fucking Roy Keane being like, I'm going to snap his leg oh. in half when I see him, oh, man. When he- I
1: tell you, I would I would die for that man. That's a
0: that's a, that's a dream podcast yeah. episode. Like, oh, for fucking- sure. <laughs> the uh, have you seen? You know they do like the uh, the overlaps and those things. Yeah. Do you see the guy who does the uh, the Irish Live? Does the impersonation of him, which is fucking spot on. On off the ball,
1: he did it with him. Yeah, it's
0: um, yeah, yeah. so good. It's uh, his. I think he's done such. a He's found such a nice little niche there, Roakeen, like, you know, of like what his personality is on the shows. Yeah. Did you um. When you first, actually interesting, when you made videos, you know when you vlog and stuff in person. Yeah. Do you enjoy that? Do you, um, did you like it? Did you feel uncomfortable at the start or is it something you got more comfortable with?
1: Definitely felt uncomfortable at the start. Yeah. Got very comfortable, probably too comfortable mm. doing it then by the middle. Mm. Now, scary again. Back again, yeah. Yeah, scary again. Like I filmed the video there on Friday up in the gym mm. and uh, I felt so weird walking around with my big tripod, setting it up. You know you you know the feel as well like setting up that tripod and then you're like talking to your camera like a weirdo you're like am i even in the shot Mm. there's another thing i was like i can't remember how to set up a shot for the life of me Mm. you know like i was trying to get gym footage i was like how far away should i be is my head in this i don't know but uh yeah no definitely was comfortable now not but it'll come back it's just it's practice you know
0: did you have uh did you watch like, do you I do you still watch YouTube content, like fitness creators, stuff like that? Honestly, Sam, not a lot. There it Which is. is... Apart from the podcast.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but thanks. a lot of the reason that I've jumped on this again is because I don't watch a lot of it anymore and I kind of want to create the content that I would want to watch. Mm. So... Do you do you know who Sam Sulik is? Yes. Okay. Of course. So have you seen the, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. the explosion of Crazy. really raw... Yeah. Like... He'd not he'd be the epitome of I don't really know how to set up a shot. Like he just sets up his bits, 45, 50 minute yeah. hamstrings and calves work out. But two and a half two and a half million views. He's authentically him. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a market for that right now. And even with like Christian Guzman, he's pulled back his production quality and even deleted his first channel to re- you, Have you not seen this? No. So about the end of last year, right? At the end of summer shredding, he decided he was getting loads of comments being like, dude, this is like a fucking HBO show. And like, there's and obviously Nabil, Nabil, Nabil killing himself to make this shit look yeah, good. Absolutely. And everyone goes, I hate how, how high production this is. Yeah. And so he, on the last episode, someone trying deleted his Christian Guzman channel with one, uh, just over a million subscribers. Wow. Started again. And it's just called like Christian Guzman 2 or whatever. And he just vlogs on like a little like, canon or his phone super pull back raw raw videos and he's obviously seen that that's the way to go do as you know how many
1: subs that new channel has it's not he's you know. doing
0: about 40 50k views a video which is like okay solid, yeah. but compared to six like you know multiple six figures it's it's yeah. not the same but he's obviously seen the value in like Sam Sulek, for yep. example. Uh, so when you go back, like what kind of, are you going back to the similar kind of style, vlog style you want to do? Or do you see like James Smith who does like topical videos on fitness stuff? Like where, what kind of niche James, are you
1: James at? Smith is actually one of the few people I love do to watch, watch yeah. down now. Um, down down in Australia? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I, I actually, I don't know if you remember Sam, but a lot of the videos that I did back in the day we're kind of in the gym raw yeah. talking to the camera yeah. too talking to you through the workout and stuff like that which is i, I find it funny now to yeah. see the the sam Sulik and the i the came success. up with this stuff. no, like, no obviously joking, not joking. but like it's it's quite refreshing to see it going back that direction yeah. because it had gone so high production mm. like if you didn't have like you said earlier a drone flying around the <laughs> gym you know capturing all these different crazy angles and nobody was watching the video like, bouncing light like oh, and all that shit, like it's mad if you didn't have four different cameras that you could look at as well mid-set yeah. like what were we doing but uh, but yeah. just touching on Sam and the, the direction, the Christian stuff has gone. I saw a lot mm-hmm. of people who I did watch and I do watch sometimes going in that direction and, and trying to be Sam mm-hmm. and I don't like that oh. because that is not what your audience is there for. Your audience is there for what you've done. Mm-hmm. They're like, Sam is Sam, let let Sam be Sam, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you're not, you're not there to try and be a regen of Sam. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a couple of people try and do that style, yeah. realize it's not for them and then pivot back to their own style, which. I think is a good thing. If it, it
0: it's interesting that the only thing I think Sam's misses out, like he have you seen his brother when he brings him on? The yeah. exact same guy, He's like the same monotone voice, yeah, yeah, but just just not on the insane amounts of gear yeah but they have a <laughs> yeah. like the only thing like i guess it's that this is sam's niche and he wants but then i the nice thing i liked about your vlogs is that you did mix in like lifestyle stuff or just traveling like around dublin mm-hmm. like your daily life and mm-hmm. stuff as well because sometimes you're watching sam's stuff and you're like man like he straight up gives you five sets of hamstring
1: curls and yeah, you're he like gives it to you
0: and you watch it and it's like 15 minutes I'm like, what am i what and it's just him oh
1: yeah, yeah. but uh it's like you, you don't want your mom to exactly. walk into the room kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah
0: but they have a when you had it, like, did you when you first told Dano you were coming down and you're reliving the YouTube, was he like, let's fucking go? I'm I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much Dano knows about actually reliving the YouTube right now, you know. But like I, I did obviously I mentioned it to him, but like, you know, I said to him we're we're gonna we're gonna run it back, but it wasn't like a oh yes, yeah. I can't wait. It's more of a okay, let's let's see how it goes. Like, yeah. obviously, he's gonna be, I hope, happy to see me yeah. in the first place. You know, I think it's been like nine months since we've seen each other. Oh, um but. Yeah, it'll be fun to get him back on the camera again or behind the camera and in front of it. And uh, a little bit of banter again with the two of us. So I've missed it.
0: That, uh, when you talk about like that first period of YouTube you had, like mm. what, what was one of the your like favorite moments or favorite videos you did from that what? period? Or one, maybe even one where you went, something about this video clicked. There was a nice balance of we got a good workout in, there was lifestyle stuff. I offered some value. Like was there one that stood out
1: to you? I, I would say it was the... I did a series called my college life. Yeah, yeah. And <coughs> there was a couple of videos in there where I thought I had I had it. Mm. Like, you know, I was like, okay, this formula works. Mm-hmm. It's like it's relatable. Mm. I'm going after the right audience because it's primarily going to be people who are a similar age to me, mm-hmm. going through similar things, you know, in college as well, trying to go to the gym. And then a little bit of lifestyle, stress, all the things that come with mm-hmm. the final year of college and everything else as well. And I thought I, I like these videos, I like this style. So ideally if I could replicate something like that down in Sydney, but you know, minus college because there won't <laughs> be a college aspect. That'd the only cool.
0: the only annoying thing about the creators that have made it brackets who mm. are like super minted now, mm. have their own gaff, all those kind of things. Rob lips it to an extent where like I can't relate to that anymore. Mm. Where it's like I get up, jump in the pool going to the gym, yeah. about 12, train, eat class food, in five different cafes, sunbathe, yeah. Yeah. make more money. Yeah. And like with your videos that were so great is you'd wake up and be like, holy shit, I'm so tired. And you'd be like, I don't want to eat these four Weedabix right now, yeah. like, but I have to get this in. Yeah. And that's the shit, it's that struggle area. And that's why I think so many people f- fall in love with creators because they go, you're not the same person I I liked when you I was like, Yeah, man, I'm making more money. I'm more successful now. Yeah. But that period where you can relate to like, Every other person being like, "Hey man, I need to work so I can pay my rent." Or, mm. "Fuck, lads want to go out tonight. I only have a hundred quid left. To, like get paid." That kind of stuff, I can relate to as a viewer. I think yeah. that's why you go, like, you blow up so quickly. Yeah, I agree. When you, uh, I think you have an advantage. You're, when you start and you go to a new place, you're not going to know anyone there. I'm sure the uncomfortableness of filming yourself in Gone. Dublin City versus Australia. you yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. We were you speaking about your parents there for a second? What do your parents make about you moving to Australia?
1: They're happy. Yeah. They're they're very very happy for me because they knew that I was unhappy so they
0: they would have seen it in you a little bit 100 yep. percent. yeah
1: no, they knew um you know my, my mom's always know mm. that kind of buzz but um yeah they're, they're very happy for me they just want me to go over and be happy mm. would my mom rather i was going over you know with say my previous job or with a new job lined up absolutely would i probably you know like in terms of financially and is that even
0: yeah. an option yes it was an option yeah and you were still like fuck it
1: I actually interviewed for several companies over mm. in Australia yeah. um, already. Like got pretty deep into the interview processes with a lot God of them too. Got offered
0: 10 jobs. No, I,
1: di- I actually didn't get any offers to mm. be fair. But uh, if I had, we might not be sitting here having this conversation. Mm. So again, that was kind of a real leader for me to say, right, you know what? I don't want this to be in the hands of somebody else. I just want to do it myself. So. so
0: there's there's like a stubbornness almost from you. Like what, what if you went down to Australia and some company reached out and were like, hey, Sean, Noticed you're down in Australia, really liked what you were doing on your other job. If someone Mm -hmm. passed me your name, would you be interested in interviewing? You'd be like, no, man, I'm good. No. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. Yeah. Uh, So do you see, like, obviously, again, it's probably more difficult, much more difficult now, five years on, than it was five years ago to grow in the, because the creator space just got nuts with TikTok and everything now. It's so saturated with people. Do you, uh, what do you do? You see, obviously, YouTube is still like the premier platform to post on, and yeah. using Instagram and TikTok is like supporting that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And YouTube, YouTube for me will always be the main one because mm. YouTube, you you build a relationship with your audience. Yep. It's not just following you to like a picture mm. because they think you look good or they, you know, whatever it is that they're attracted to your lifestyle, whatever it might be. Mm. YouTube is like they like you. Mm. That's that's
0: big. If you well, we just spoke about it before you came on. You you posted your first video back there. And you had twelve point six K followers and the first video back was you just explaining where you'd been, two K views in 24 hours, which I was saying to you is like after five years of neglect, that could have very well been pushed to 150 people. Of course. What what difference did it make to you to see like there was such a big like audience of people still interested in you?
1: Honestly, Sam, it was it was amazing. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely couldn't believe the 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 reaction in general has been so positive. Mm-hmm. And that's been incredibly motivating too, because for me, it's reaffirming my decision to say, no, okay, this is still here for me. Mm. There is still a market there that wants content from me, which is so strange to say about yourself, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you need me. I'm, <laughs> I'm um, coming. But no, it's, it's been amazing.
0: How, how different would it have been if you'd
1: gotten 10 views? Definitely demotivating. Yeah. But I was mentally prepared for that, yeah. to be perfectly honest. Like, Good. I yeah. Think,
0: yeah, and if you go in with that mindset of like, look, I got to build this again either way. If people are there, great. But when you see 2K people and all the comments of people being like, thank God. Yeah. Does that, because uh, like most people would say, post a few videos, keep your job. Let's just gauge the interest. Yeah. They're like, no, I'll quit this. Lob a video together and let's just see what's going we'll send on. send it. Let's exactly. Go. Yeah. Um, in terms of people that you'd like to like emulate in terms of their either success, businesses they do, do you like sure. see futures in like, I'd love to have apparel. I'd love to have, a supplement company or any kind of company yep. do you see the the advantage in like the commercial aspects of that
1: absolutely clothing was always the one for me mm. actually, I actually was working on a clothing line back in the day yeah. um what, did I, what was the name i still have the instagram i can't remember but uh it was that was a that was the way i wanted to go and not just like not um oh my god what's merch. the word merch thank you yeah not merch but like an actual uh, clothing brand yeah um so I would, I would very much like to do that. I like what Mike Thurston has done. You know his swimwear. what being being
0: gorgeous like, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, what a what a he, bronze, he man. has
0: to for my own happiness. He has to be on some sort of gear. I don't need to just say anything, but just if he can just look that good all Are the gonna, time, we
1: gonna be doing that or not?
0: I can't. I, look, man. People say I'm not not in it. No, it's bullshit. But he has a what he's done even in Dubai with his like the insane. Yeah, it's all insane. insane. And he, I'm sure. Even he actually has kept it quite... I still think he comes across very, like, genuine with his channel. I think he's done a great job of doing that. And he does still stick to his roots of, like bodybuilding videos still like inform informational videos and he yeah. pairs that with the podcast and I, stuff. I really like
1: Mike yeah. and his content yeah. to be perfectly honest. So I think it's, I think it's His views kind
0: of show that people are still interested course, as well. Like they yeah. show, it does like a shoulder delt split and it gets like two, because two and Because you watch, you
1: watch yeah. Mike, yeah. Say you click on a Mike video for the first time, you stumble across him. You look at this guy and he literally looks almost perfect. Mm. You're thinking he's going to be a dickhead mm. and he's not. Nope. So that's, that's, I think that's what makes him cool. Yeah, exactly. I have a, I'm, I. there's definitely
0: people uh, particularly since the growth of TikTok things go so quickly like people go up and down in, mm. in, in fame I guess in brackets but nice. like the I, I even when you said that YouTube is kind of the, the one that forges the real relationships because even with TikTokers I've had in here at the start of uh, doing pods back in Ireland people be up and they'd be the biggest thing and now they don't make videos anymore and this, yeah. is, we're talking about three months here. I'm not in position
1: to end. comment, but yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> you, you are, the beauty of YouTube is like it's evergreen content. So the content yeah. lives on, which is kind of the advantage. Did you have, <coughs> Jesus Christ. Did you have a, like I remember you did like the eating challenges videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like do you still, or are you going to start paying more attention to like the YouTube algorithm? Trends. Yeah, exactly that
1: maybe yeah because
0: you see you see i talked to glenn a lot about him trying to find niches to make his videos pop and thumbnail strategies yep. and stuff like that but then you see again like sam sullick takes no interest in any of that exactly and the videos still do well so there's got to be a balance between the two of like let's just stick with the content i i believe in and see how that does versus twenty thousand calorie challenge videos you know
1: the first option you said is the way i want to do it for now mm-hmm. if if i have to start doing challenge videos and stuff again and i i actually think if you if most creators were honest with you they would say the same. It is very much a, if I have to do these challenge type videos again to get my audience retention up or, you know, to get it reach new markets, that's that's why they do them. Everybody knows it. But, you know, obviously dream scenario is you make the content, the people enjoy the content you're making. And then based off that, you continue to grow because word of mouth, people are spreading it. You know, that, that's best case scenario
0: was there any other cities or places to live that you were interested in before australia yeah where States? i was
1: no actually well, actually well i'd always loved to live in new york yeah. you heard stage. of bulgaria <laughs> Imagine. <that. laughs> um I, I was very close to dubai
0: not really yeah
1: very very close wow. to dubai okay but the only thing about dubai was i was going to go on my own and yeah i don't want to, <laughs> to be perfectly honest
0: the only, the only thing I've heard about Dubai, especially, I lived in Marbella there for two years. Did you? Yeah, just nice. post-COVID. Nice. And went over there, and a lot of the lads there are doing four months in Marbella, eight months in Dubai, mm. that kind of split. And they were like, Dubai is great, but it's one of the most isolating places that you can be, which is what, kind of speaking to what you said, yeah. like, yes, there's great opportunities if you know people, but if you're going over there on your own to try and build, like, forward relationships, it's quite difficult because a, a lot of the guys soulless. are set up. Yeah. yeah. And obviously... There's, there's the other elements. So like, it's so hot outside. There's real no there's no real outdoor culture. It's all indoors and uh, spots. Well, I
1: was I was going to do the way you mentioned. Yeah. The, the eight months in Dubai, four months wait, in Dubai. Wait,
0: wait till you start making some money, and then you'll be like, well...
1: Exactly. No, I, honestly, though, I, I have said to people, I was like, look, you know, go down, spend a year in Sydney, see how much I like it. Could absolutely fall in love with it. Could mm. be my new home forever. Mm. Who knows? Probably not, but possibly. Mm. And then next year, ideally, go to Dubai. Do a year or two in Dubai, but, you know, a little bit of just outspent. I love... Marbella as well. Mm. So I've been going every year since I've been like four. Yeah. So
0: imagine the only thing I'll say about living in Marbella is like it's great for that, those like three summer months or whatever. Yeah. And then, but one, it's mental for that, but also like outside Crazy. of that, it's very, uh, uh a lot of people there are kind of pricks. No offense. Like to people I've met there, I shot with a lot of influencers who like needed, talking about what crypto pump and dump they can do on their yeah. audience. Like a lot of meetings of guys talking about if we pump this in, they'll all buy for this and then we'll set it for this. Like, so, I like more than I'd like to get on about that. And I just found, like, the people there, I couldn't relate to anyone about, like, just, I don't know, not wanting to make as much money at, yeah. at like, how, like whatever they could. I didn't
1: know you'd worked with Logan Paul. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> first of all, you see Cryptos is coming back. So yeah, well,
1: well, it's not, the game's not coming out. I don't know if you, you saw that. You don't know him, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he had a, but do you, when you look at, I was going to say, you, you have a good, obviously, uh, group of people that you could have collabed with in Dublin to start your YouTube of and yep. just built it up, get into the swing of things again, maybe use a little bit of the, the channel of the growth they have, introduce yourself back. What was your, what was your, what are your thoughts on Dublin as a place to live right now? Have you kind of got to the 28, 29 am yeah. Like I fucking hate this place.
1: No, I don't. I certainly don't hate it. It'll always yeah. be home. Yeah. You know, I still, I love it. I walk around town and I'm like, I do that as well. there's still, I, I still love it around here. Like, don't get me wrong. But for the cost, and I don't want to sound like an old man, the cost for what you're getting, it is, it wow. is not worth the money. You know, I can go, my, my rent in, in town was not cheap, no. you know, fully transparent, but for the same price or very, very similar, you can get a really nice apartment down in Sydney on the Eastern suburbs, live by the beach, have a lovely lifestyle in comparison to here, you know, sun, go for a swim after work, like, yeah. oh,
0: I walk, I walk down the quays sometimes and I'll, I'll walk over the bridge and be like, oh, this is beautiful. And then there'll be like six lads doing crack. Yeah. And you're like, ah, like yeah. that kind of pulls it away. Like that's yeah. the only thing I, I love about Dubai or those kind of places guys talk about. Number one, no crime. Zero. But also people take much more pride in their city. Like there's not litter. There's not like much taking shits on the side of the road. Like that kind of shit no. does fuck me off. Or even like... Sounds like I sound 110 years old, but like littering pisses me off. Yeah, like I see like kids that go like the subway here and they'll just kind of like grind like they get the bag and just like on the deck, afterthought roll on the deck. Yeah. and I'm almost like, I'm gonna go fucking kill that kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that was, I, I do wish there was more pride in the city because there's so many people that do love it, but then, then this next generation of people just fucking don't care at all, man.
1: And because it, it would have historically been a great place with city pride, yeah, like it would have been scary. But, Sky we are, but it, yeah. it, this
0: is kind of the interesting thing when we travel everyone's like, oh, the Irish are here and we take huge pride in being the biggest partyers. Mm. But then like, I was almost more impressed when like the Japanese rugby fans cleaned up that stadium yeah. after. Like that shit. I was like that, like I'd love to be known for that That's as well. That's real culture. It is yeah. though. And like, even when my, my dad went to Japan, he was like the place, like you can't throw gum on the ground if they catch you, you're getting fined.
1: Dano just went yeah. traveling through yeah. Japan and everything before he went to Australia. He said, tokyo is the busiest city he's ever seen but the cleanest and
0: it it should be a state there's fucking a billion people it's amazing and i so that kind of that lack of pride and you see it in london as well like obviously the same Mm -hmm. issues but that does get me down slightly and i want i'm like that's all parenting man sounds bad but that's all parenting like um do you see like as you already said do you see dublin's place you'll kind of wrap it up at, at the end like do you see the values of raising a family here and being around your own family
1: for sure, mm. for sure. I mean, being being close to my family would be very important. That was that was one of the hardest decisions mm. for me, you know, because if I was to look at things that do make me happy, family is up there. right up near the top of that, if not at the very top. Mm. So actually deciding to go away for a while, is, you know, yeah, it's a tough decision. I think I think Dublin will always be the base. Mm. There might be, there might be, you know, a spot elsewhere. That'd be great. That, that would be lovely, mm. you know, but uh, I think Dublin will always still be home.
0: It's mad that, uh I would have said we first moved to my bay and I got a, we got a nice apartment like it was 1100 quid a month but like a two bedroom really nice apartment nice. paying the same here for like a cottage in Rialto with like uh-huh. three rooms yeah. so like that apartment we going into that apartment I was like to my misses we're never leaving I was like we can afford this yeah. and like extra but then it gets to Christmas time or it gets to someone's birthday and you're always like have fun We're always texting have fun yeah. wish I could be there all that mm-hmm. shit and that stuff did st- especially to my missus who like some one of her family members got sick and we both started to feel like it's mad to just be three hours away sitting by the pool and like all this is going on at mm-hmm. home so I guess that was kind of the we did I did Canada I did Marbella nice. and like loved both but i think you have to it takes going away to come back do you know what i mean i think you need to go to appreciate the it's nice to go down to your local and know everyone that kind of
1: stuff if you want to if you want a story on why i've been kind of pushed to go actually Mm. i remember back during the pandemic dano had said to me about moving away Mm. and he was like sean do you want to move and my mom had just been battling cancer at the time and you know we we didn't know what way it was going to go all that at the time you know and it's very scary when you're in it so i was like no I'm not gone because i need to be here you know and god forbid if anything happens i need to be here for my dad my sister uh made a full recovery you know all good all good but um she she's actually the one who's saying to me sean go like you know you that was kind of like a wake-up call for her Mm. to be like live your life Mm. you know she always says to me now like if i had my 20s back again sean i would have traveled a lot of her friends from her era because you know she was a 80s kid yeah they all went to the states and all have Great lives, Mm. you know, I'm not saying my mom doesn't have a good life, you know, I'm sure if you asked her, she'd be pretty happy still, but she's really the one who's pushing me to go because she's like, look, regardless of what you think is gonna happen here, you know, I've got a very elderly nanny and granddad, it's gonna be tough to say goodbye to them, stuff like that, but like, she's like, you gotta go live your life, Mm. so. You've also like,
0: I, my dad is very entrepreneur his whole life, And very much encourages me to like do my own thing and try Mm. to make money like supporting yourself. But he would all he always said he was and like he hates he honestly say like he hates me going away, always sending like texts when he's had a few glasses of red wine, be like, Miss you, son. Yeah. Like stuff like that. But then when I come back, he's like, Did you like he understands the perspective that you gain from Mm. traveling abroad? And also like you'll grow so much as a person, just living in another area. Absolutely, yeah. Um when you speak about um when you speak about friends and things like that, a lot of the One of the things that I've seen has come more and more true. Like you get told when you're younger, but like as you grow up, kind of the people you surround yourself with are like the people that you're going to kind of turn into. Yeah. And I've only started noticing more and more. Like as some members of my old friend group kind of drift aside, you kind of start to stick to the people that are in the same boat Mm -hmm. as yourself. Do you kind of see that, or do you see yourself as more of like a internal motivator? I don't really. It doesn't matter what's around me.
1: I would say both. Yeah. I I was very lucky with my friend group in school. I would say like. A lot of the people who I, hang, who I hung around when I was young were all very bright. Mm. And I'm very competitive, mm. naturally. Always have been. So by default, by them being bright, I was like, right, well, I have to be now too. You know, mm. I have to show off that I can match them intellect- intellectually as well. Um, which was always a big help, I would say. Mm. However, I would also say that only gets you so far. Unless you have intrinsic motivation, a little bit of discipline and on top of that too, to be able to say, right, no matter what, I'm going to do what I want to do then yeah, you, you could be surrounded by Elon Musk, Bill Gates, whoever you want, but if you're not actually gonna go and push yourself to do it, it doesn't matter, mm. you know?
0: Have you, uh, would you say you were undisciplined at one point? Or have you found it's always been quite easy for you to set a goal and, and follow it?
1: No, I don't think I was ever too undisciplined.
0: That's a fucking great thing to have. And yeah. it's something that like so many people, especially like the, the what's the word? The, like quick satisfaction that people are looking for now like i do something i get what mm. everything that i want the kind of the, the tiktok
1: culture exactly the yeah. lack
0: the lack of understanding you got to work for something to to make it work yeah has kind of disappeared because people can blow up overnight but now you see like the more i don't know if you saw like dana white had this great uh he has this great clip where he'll be like um he'll be like this new generation he's like if you have any sort of get up and go and discipline you'll run fucking straight over them. yeah and like that's more and more true because like the amount of people i have in the podcast you would be like Oh, so cool. I'd love to do something like this, but just, you know, the time. Mm. And you're like, man, that's crazy. Cause like, number one, you do TikToks all day. You've nothing but time. <laughs> yeah. And number two, if you did think this is something cool, like you could grow at it. Yeah. So do you like even let's say for the next five years now, your your growth is not real like slow and all course, you're all you're great. doing is, you know, getting by on your coaching, working on other platforms, like are you still you're still gonna just be like motivated by the fact you get to do this for a living and this is the the life you get to lead now.
1: certainly at the minute that's the way i'm thinking sam Mm. but i'd like to think it's going to stay that way too Mm. you know obviously there will be a tipping point Mm. (laughs) financially i guess where it's like okay this is no longer sustainable in any way shape or form and i could end up like (laughs) you know who knows but
0: (laughs) just surfer coach yeah yeah
1: i mean that's that's not a vibe i can't really see myself with like scraggly long hair and living on a beach but anyway Mm. um at the minute yeah i'm very much i want to do this i i know what it's like to not be in a position to do this whereby your life is not in your hands to an extent where you're working for somebody else you've got you're on their clock everything like that and i was actually laughing while you were speaking there too when i talked about not being i've never felt like i was not disciplined if any of my old colleagues Mm. are watching this they're probably thinking bullshit or like he was always undisciplined. but that's because i didn't love work that wasn't my passion i'm talking about outside of my own life you know i You've
0: already yeah. seen examples of it. Like, even... I'll go back to it. When you were like, okay, if I'm going to make these daily videos work, I need to get up at five. I got to get this video done yeah. if I'm going to get it up on time. And, like, there's no... There is no, Sean... Like, you don't get ripped for that if you don't get it up. Only you. You would exactly. rip yourself for doing it. Yeah. So it's crazy that, like, when all the, you know, all the control and all the, like, people on top of you and all the rules you have to follow, when they're all taken away, mm. you're more disciplined and more focused because yeah. you're doing it for yourself. Mm. Um, do you think... We're kind of getting, I, I I didn't want to get into this again. Did you ever compete or anything like that?
1: Just once you back did in 2017. Compete. How did yeah. you find the process? Tough. Yeah. Really tough. Mm. Really, really tough. Really eye-opening. Um, it was funny. I thought, and if, if anybody watched me back then. I'm going to
0: walk this thing. Is that what you're thinking? A hundred percent.
1: I was like, man, I am the man.
0: You're in interesting shape for like, typical bodybuilders because you're quite tall yeah so it's more difficult probably for you to f- to feel well, like i say that but like even back in your day like you always had fucking massive shoulders and, like big wide frame even though you're quite tall
1: i was i was always a really skinny kid growing up yeah. but i always had and my my dad's broad mm-hmm. right and i kind of got his shape to mm-hmm. be honest with you now he's got really really chicken legs like mm-hmm. definitely seen bigger legs sticking out of a nest right <laughs> but like um thankfully i've been able to put a little bit of size onto mine but to go back to the the question about the competing, I thought I was gonna absolutely walk it, Sam. And I remember doing the prep, I was like, Yeah, I am looking diced. I remember I got down there to Limerick the night before doing the check ins. I was like, Yeah, no, cool, everybody looks, you know, in good shape. You know, you can't see you can't see anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can't see any like what's under yeah. their tops and all. And uh got to the stage, backstage, pump up room. I was looking around, I was like, shit, everybody is huge
0: what's the what's the rules in those contests about like people juicing and not it's like you can if you want you also can't if you want yeah but there like was, there was no testing yeah and so I,
1: straight away i was like right well i did it naturally i was like right okay i'm looking around i'm like <laughs> yeah i know i'm not playing the same game here so is
0: there any urge for you to be like let me just fucking test this thing and see how big it can go
1: i'd be i'd be lying if i said i hadn't thought about it but for me i'd never jump on mm. i do well come here never say never like justin bieber told you but <laughs> i i yeah i never see myself jumping on mm. it's like playing gta with the cheat codes on mm. once you do it once you start you're never going to go back to baseline so it would it would like
0: did it did it frustrate you i guess you have to focus just solely on beating yourself and being the best yeah. version of yourself because if i got all the way to the prep and you worked your whole off naturally which not only means like you like if you're on gear it's your recovery that's better you can train how to all those things as well as obviously yeah. the growth does, like, are you sitting there being like, man? Like, why am I even doing this? If it, there's just juice monkeys coming in here that are going to live to like
1: 32? I had a lot of those thoughts. Yeah, you know, I mean, Dano, Dano will tell you if you ever speak to Dano and meet him. Uh,
0: That's an episode.
1: Yeah, that hey, that is definitely That's an episode, an episode. <laughs> on Skype from Sydney. That was you who, who uses Skype? Why did I say Skype? But uh, no offense, Skype. But yeah, I had a lot of thought uh, chats with Dano at that time, being like, what, what did I do all this for? You know, and he he was very reassuring, and to be fair to him, like he's. Dano's a, a wise soul. Mm. Like, he's a very wise soul. I know he's like a joker, but that man has some wisdom in him, like, to be honest, so. I, I,
0: without uh, sucking his dick too much, like, Daniel was a little bit of like, he used to push the fashion boundaries a little bit oh, back in your videos. Major. And I used to be like, oh, of looks kind of sick. Like, he'd wear like, I used to wear like the super tight skinny, uh, like suit kind of trousers now. Super tight. Super tight. Yeah. And I, but like, they, they came Dano. in, they came in like two years later. That was the style for yeah. a while. And I was like, well, Daniel can to start that. Yeah. Um, yeah we're kind of wrapping up, man, but did you have a in terms of like long term goals and like family related stuff things like that mm. you gonna go down and you're gonna date a bit? Is that kind of motivation or is it like I I'm mean, just gonna fucking enjoy myself?
1: look, we're always dating a bit yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean we're always dipping our toes in the water, sure, but there's there's many different waters mm. you know that you can you can sample so many temperatures <laughs> so, so many temperatures and who knows which one's the best like one a hot like a cold well, yeah, definitely like it hot, but uh <laughs> i i you know when I go down, I have a pretty clear vision of work. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have been saying to me, you know, Sean, you're going traveling. You know, you're going to love it the first two weeks. I have my apartment booked for the first two nice. weeks down here. Yeah, I see it being busy. Yeah, I see it being busy. Like you know, I heard so. the
0: uh, I heard the first like the first two weeks when you get down there, like, you have a place sorted, which is sick. But he yeah. said uh, my mates have gone down there. Obviously, live fucking half of my fucking friend group. But one of my mates actually leaving. Could be on the same flight as you. He's leaving. Oh, he's nice. Leaving Saturday next week. Nice. Um but even his he's talking about going down there, He's like man like i'm, I'm probably going to come back but if he goes back and he's making good bread affordable mm. and the lifestyle's that good he's like man I, you might be visiting me down there yeah so are you, are you are you open to that possibility of falling in love with the new city
1: absolutely yeah i think it'd be silly to be moving and not, you know but yeah, yeah i mean as, as far as dating and everything goes like I, I really see myself being quite busy when i get there in terms of content creation staying on top of coaching developing new routines around that, you know, and, and factoring in the time difference then yeah. too to, to make sure that I'm on top of my shit because I've now got responsibilities to different people who are paying me money for a service. Mm-hmm. So I gotta make sure I'm on my Ps and Q's with that, you know? But yeah, there's always going to be time for some companionship. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um one of the like final questions I like to ask people is just purely about like what motivates them, what motivates them to whatever it is. Like for me personally, like I'd the biggest thing I see, like vision every day, is like I get to do this for work for the rest of my life. It's mm-hmm. like just podcast. Yeah. So like if I didn't have to come in on a Sunday, drag you in on a Sunday, be able to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and like my only job is prepping and doing podcasts. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I'm I'm striving at every day. Like that's what I'm going for. Now that you've kind of gone out of the like I would say you you're you're probably not motivated by money anymore. Like you've had a, you've had the motivation. Not say you're not, but it's not your
1: primary focus anymore. No, absolutely. Because I wouldn't be doing this if it was. Exactly. Yeah. You've
0: you've you've already shown that just by Taking a step away from a really good opportunity to go yeah. back to YouTube. So, what is it? Is is the motivation more now just to sense so corny? But like love every day, like enjoy what you're doing every single day.
1: Yeah, and I was about to give you an answer, and I was about to preface it by saying this also sounds corny as nice, hell. Do it, but happiness, yeah, and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. They are my two buzzwords for this year. Yeah, which again sounds so corny. I'd say so, even
0: fulfillment is bigger because I'd say yeah. there'll, there'll be moments where you're like a hundred percent of moments down there where you're like, fuck, man, I made the wrong call. Of course, and. The difference you'll be is that it, even if it doesn't go well, like this, I I wake up Monday and I go fuck yeah, record a video, yeah. coach and check ins, gym, beach, a little night out maybe, and then next day same thing. It's not Sean, you were you were three minutes bigger were, bigger. You're three minutes late this morning, Sean. Yeah, and that tie is not straight
1: anymore. Yeah. Oh, bigger God. picture, yeah, you're in control of your own destiny. Mm. You're living down in a beautiful location, surrounded by your friends, in lovely weather, mm. on your own schedule. Mm creating content and that's just gratitude people man. people have a lot tougher of life man <laughs> you know if you look at
0: like, like the world now I, I i preach this to my missus a lot because she gets down on i like especially with instagram stuff she'd be like this girl has she has 150 clients and a, and a g wagon and all these things yeah. and you're like yeah man but like let's reverse it and go the other way and look at again poverty in the world yeah war is going on like you're you're she, I she might that, have bad
1: B O. Exactly,
0: but she doesn't. Yeah. She keeps it tight. Thank God.
1: I, I didn't mean your girlfriend. I meant the uh, the Instagram, the perfect girl. She might have terrible B O. And you'd never know. She doesn't. Know. She doesn't.
0: No, it's good. She actually, yeah, she, she's pretty great. That's a good one to aim at. But uh, the I, I would say, man, the gratitude side of things and just being grateful to be like, I have an audience here that wants to see what like what I do and I can monetize that. That's fucking sick, yeah. man. Look, yeah. I'm fucking delighted, man, that you're coming back to YouTube. I'm gonna you, be watching Appreciate the whole journey. It. Potentially, a little Sean Dano podcast. Even when you're down, man, even when you're down there, you could even crack out. Like, would you ever do that?
1: Come here, it's definitely crossed my mind. Like,
0: this whole setup was 350 quid for the the mics and like this audio software, like all those bits, 350 quid all in, and just set up a table like this, and you two could bang those out. It's another nice one to have, man. Especially with like the the stories you two would have from like your traveling and being able to like expand on those. It's nice, man. Yeah. Um, But I'll look forward to that as well. Thank you so channel. much for coming on, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, for Rads, me. get over to Sean's channel now. I'm talking specifically to the 35 people that are going to watch this. Get over to Sean's channel, man. Pump that algorithm. Like the videos. Follow him on the journey. Season five. We're back. Sean, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks
1: for having me, man. thank you,
0: bro.